What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and today we're going to do something a little different. It's not just the Fight Podcast. We're going to do something. I'm starting this off this week, and this is not only the Fight Podcast, episode 322. This is the Five Count, episode one, all things pro wrestling. And who do I have with me today? None other than my sister from another mister. We are talking about Miss Dre. Dre, hey, what it do? Welcome to the show. What it is. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I see it. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you with the Black Panther and everything. And, and, and salute to my brother, Cardan, for that shirt. I love, love the shirt, too. <laughs> all of them, them, all of those you digs. Man, how is everything going? And have you recovered from this weekend in Survivor Series? Oh, gosh. I mean, it was just so much to recover from. <laughs> No nah, man, yeah. Survivor Series was um, it was a thing. It had that occurred. <laughs> it did. It, it was, did, yo. So we we yeah. gonna jump into it. There was so much happening uh, Survivor Series. We had Survivor Series. We had some incidents in Raw this past week, and uh, <laughs> and, and so much more. So for those who are tuning in, thank you so much, everybody who has been joining live and listening on Facebook, on Twitch on uh, YouTube, Remember the Five Podcast, everywhere podcasting is available, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please check us out at thefivepodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, and share. If you like this video, please go ahead and subscribe to the page and like the video as well. Uh, we are going to have a good one today, guys. We're going to talk all things pro wrestling because so much happened. So on today's menu, we're going to go ahead and actually rate Survivor Series, talk about how great the event itself was. We're also going to go ahead and talk about the main and co-main events. Or shall let me rephrase that. The opening bout and the closing bout. This ain't a regular fight card. This is WWE. We do it a little different there. Uh, we'll talk about Raw versus SmackDown. We'll talk about The Rock. And we have a little bit more as well. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on into it. This past weekend, Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York City, we had WWE Survivor Series, one of their, I would say their flagship events. Am I wrong by saying that? Yeah, it's part of the big four, you know, they, right. they consider that the big four, and it's probably four of the big four. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> But you know what? The, the fact that they had it at the Barclays Center, which I think has become one of combat sports, not just in pro wrestling, one of combat sports is meccas. When people used to go to New York, they always used to want to go to Madison Square Garden. But if we're seeing what's happening right now, not only are we seeing it here, you're seeing it at the boxing with Showtime. Anytime they go, they go to the Barclays Center. UFC still keeps it traditional. They go to UFC, but everybody else heads over to the Barclays in Brooklyn. Um, I think it was good. Let me ask you this. When we, so let's just jump into the, 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 the card itself and, and Survivor Series. How do we rate Survivor Series this time around? Like, if you were giving it a scale of one to ten, or one to five, what would you give it? Well, you know, it, it's always really tough because, like, doing what we do, we have to watch things almost like twice. We watch it as Seriously. fans. And then you watch it as someone who's trying to analyze it and, like, have some coherent thoughts <laughs> that make sense. You know what I mean? And, you know, so yeah. for me, like, as a fan, I watched it. You know, I had a couple of two beverages and enjoyed myself <laughs> like I do uh, when it comes to one of these shows. Um, and, like, you know, I, I enjoyed it. However, 
Um, the thing with, with WWE at this point is that it's really tough sometimes to um, watch. When you get to the pay-per-views, you get to the big events, right? You know they're going to be at least decent. They're never going to be really bad right. because right. the talent is so talented, right? It's the how we get there that is that's usually where the <laughs> where the foolishness comes from, or where the I don't. Oh, and there's always some foolishness, happened, right? Or how or why that happened, what it happened. Um, so like you know, we were chatting that night while we were watching it or whatever, and like I, I think it's a I'll give it a three just because three out of five, and like that's not bad. It's not great either, but it's not bad. Um, right. and and I and I really say that because. The co the the both of the champions versus champion matches, um, the women's championship versus champion match and mm-hmm. Biggie versus Roman, both of those, first of all, one started the show, oh the other one ended the show. Yes. Like, they carried the show on yes. their backs in terms yeah. of like, yeah, that was amazing. The first thing you saw was amazing, and the last yeah. thing you saw was really good and really entertaining. I think the women squeaked it out a little bit in terms of like which match I liked better. Ooh. Um, yeah, I we're gonna so. we're gonna discuss yeah but as a whole like it, it it was a it was a fun show as a whole i was never not entertained you know what i mean right. and that's the right. that's what the e and wwe stands for so i'll give it i'll give them that for sure you know what i i love that you said that and especially because at first when we were i was asked this question originally i said oh i'm giving it like a four four and some change even <laughs> but for those who do not know i was catching the flight I saw the opening event, <laughs> and then I saw, literally, as I got off the plane, I saw the closing event. I saw the main event. So for me, I was like, yo, this it was incredible. <laughs> this was the best wrestling card I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, this is amazing. The middle wasn't as fire as I would have hoped, um, especially when I doubled back and I ended up having to watch the the, the tag team matches not 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 a fan and and i have to ask you this because i get it but i don't why do they continue to make the (laughs) usos look so weak i don't understand it's so interesting so i'm gonna say this the usos are never really gonna look weak and that's why they can lose because as fans they have lost every like literally every match for the last like three weeks the thing is, as fans, we're, we've already been trained to know that right. the Usos are great. Like, they're great at their job. And they are. They're amazing. Yeah. They are. Because you're not letting them lose the belts, I'm realizing. <laughs> and they shouldn't. Who are they going to lose them no. to? Like, there's nothing. There's... Especially not in SmackDown right now. Who are they going to lose them to? No, nobody. There's, there's no one there to do that. Like, New Day. For, Zone for, is for it. Real. Right. And and let's be clear, you know, we'll always take another New Day versus Usos match. That'll always be you great, know who no it could have been. I'm scared. What you gonna what you about to They could have had hit row beat them, but I mean damn. Yeah, let's go ahead and sip some tea for that. For those who do not know, WWE yeah, re- tea, tea. last week, just before Survivor Series, which was so strange, went out there and actually cut hit row aj francis swerve all of them they went adonis they went out there and cut them and this is after they went out there and cut b fab so we should have seen the writing on the wall at that point in time i think that is a miss by the wdb and in a big way i think they left a they, they said it's because of budget cuts but i truly believe um 
I, I think that one's going to bite him in the ass. I really do. The thing about it, the reason why, well, I mean, they've cut so many people this year and are within the last two years, they could yeah. literally start, you could start three promotions with all the talent they've let go. Um, but 1000%. But what's crazy is one of the biggest criticisms of WWE is their lack of attention to tag teams, number one, and then two, just cultivating new tag teams yes. to like go after the belts. What they like to do is put two random singles competitors together and then put the belts on my RK bro like that. Love them, they are very entertaining. And let's be clear two people very good at their jobs, right? Absolutely. And absolutely. You know, too great, like, to me, in terms of how that story is going, yeah, that's a fun tag team. Like, of course, that's great. Someone has to beat them, though. And out of the two tag teams, the Champions versus Champion Tag Team Match of Survivor Series, the Usos, in my opinion, should have won that match because they're the true tag team out of the two. At right. some point, RK Bro is going to break up. Those are two yes. singles competitors in real life. Yes. And whether you don't break them up you know, you don't necessarily have to break them up right now, mm-hmm. but you can set a, you can plant a seed. And well, and you can see them already starting to set that seed. They're starting to. And what a, a better time. And that means to me, they could have afforded a loss, especially at Survivor Series to the Usos bloodline, et cetera. Because now you're not only just making the Usos look weak, again, in case they write in storyline, you're making the Usos look weak, but you're also making Roman look weak-ish by association because you know they're all in the same together as you said hit row would have been a great uh fashion tag team to start building not for anything in the next like two three months or whatever to take but like in the next five years right yeah you know at least start something simmering and brewing and they had literally they had enough charisma Character-wise, oh. even to at least stand toe to toe on the mic with them, and then we already know, Swer- you know, Swerve's already proven himself on the Indies. We know he's a fantastic wrestler. You yes. know what I mean? And you know, Top Dollar can't wait to see where he and was, Top end up. Has Cannot so much, wait. you know, so much to to give. They're gonna be, they're gonna be fine. You know, all of them are gonna be fine in the long run. And we're we haven't seen the last of them in terms of pro wrestling in general. But yeah, it's just it's just strange. But if you Continue to watch WWE. You just get used to strange decisions being made, oh. and you're just kind of like, you know. Okay. Yo, do you think they have an opportunity <laughs> to actually come back? Will they actually? Do you think they will actually bring ever bring Hit Row back? I think in pro wrestling, never say never to literally anything. You, I was gonna say, say because Terry Funk wrestled till he couldn't. He was like 85 or whatever. <laughs> He was restless forever. Right. Never say never in terms of will people come back, whatever, whatever. Um, this industry is always changing and we're in the middle of, I would say, in the midst of one of those changes as we speak. One of the reasons I think that WWE makes some of the questionable decisions is because that they make in terms of talent and storylines is because they didn't have, um, they bought their competition 20 some years ago. So it's like, now that there is some competition with all elite wrestling with AEW, you know, now those those decisions are a being criticized far more because of social media and just the times. But two, there is another North American television Huge promotion deal having promotion here. 
um, that's and not to mention the, the booming, the booming ass indies that are gonna going through another. I I suspect twenty twenty two is gonna be another booming, you know, season for the indies like it was in like 2013, 2014 as well. Oh, I, I can't wait because it's it's funny because and again we talked about this. I was not the biggest <laughs> wrestling pro wrestling fan for a while. You guys got me all in. I'm all in. I'm, I'm all to KFab. All of it. I'm here for it. Right, like even all the other organizations, I think is they're, they're fantastic. And one thing that, I, for instance, there was a great interview, and I know you and I spoke about it. And if you guys haven't seen it to this point in time, go ahead and check out on BT Sport Ariel Helwani's interview with Paul yes. Heyman. It is fantastic. It really is. And hearing Paul Heyman even going out there and talk about how much he respects the AEW, and and it does remind him slightly. Of those old, you know, WEC day, though those days, you know, of, of of past. So, and one thing that I love that he he said also, we do different things. We can mm-hmm. we can coexist, which Correct. I thought was phenomenal. So we can see these these other teams and these other organizations grow because they have allowed, they've opened the door mm-hmm. for because of all the cuts and because of all the nonsense and because of social media. Let's just keep it a bean. Because of that, in the communication, people have more opportunities to continue building and growing and stuff like that. So I think that, obviously, WWE is still always going to be the top dog, but people are starting to nip at their heels. And and it seems like... And that's great for the whole industry. Exactly. Exactly. The hope is, and honestly, we've already seen some remnants of this already. We've already seen evidence of this already. Hope Mm -hmm. is, if the number two product is really good, then the number one product's got to be better. Got to be better. I, to me, oh, us figuring out <laughs> wrong thing. I was, I was trying to do this. I was trying to give you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Um, the turning point for me was, you know, obviously the pandemic and the industry as a whole having to adjust to right. you know no fans wrestling. That was interesting. I think that showed a lot. But I think that them turning, WWE turning Roman Reigns heel was one of like the turning points to me or evidence to me that WWE is like, if we're going to, I don't want to say compete because they don't, I don't think they think of themselves as competing with AEW, but if they want to keep their crown, you know what I'm saying, as the sports promotion, they have to do something. If they want to be the big dog, they have to let the big dog loose. That's and what they happened. finally let him loose. And we not only have the fans been kind of wanting that, knowing that that was, we knew the fans knew that that was in there. They were booing Roman. I was never a boo Roman per- person, but folks was booing Roman. And I got it. They were just, the, the stuff he was giving, the stuff they were giving him was, it wasn't good. You know what I mean? Right. And like, right. it wasn't good. And you can't feed smart fans, right? The same stuff over and over and over yeah. again without backlash they did that with daniel bryan they had to learn that way and now you know what i'm saying they had to learn and now and they he's did. at aw now brian danielson's giving us you know giving us what he really wanted to do. yeah and um, you know what he, yeah. he is playing a fantastic heel over there he like and he, he is so and it was entertaining so it was so, so subtle yep oh i love it i like, love folks are like he turned heel last week i'm like no he didn't he'd been he'd been playing with y'all this entire time and it just and then it was just the time to turn the switch finally, yeah. and it was perfect. He's really he's a, he's a great wrestling mind in general, anyway. Um, well, look, I, I love yeah. that you talked about because you're talking about 
the big dog himself. You talked oh, yeah. about the head of the table. You oh. talked about the tribal chief, and Roman Reigns. And let's go ahead and talk about it because unfortunately, <laughs> you went out here and put the yammers to your boy, to, to, to your heart. We're talking about Roman Reigns went out there and defeated Dre's boo and Big E. <laughs> Y'all know I love me some Big E. That's my guy. Uh, love me some him. We need to get y'all, like you said, we got to get Big E on the show at some point in time. We got to figure this out. If Andres Hales can be buddies with him, I can too, damn it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, um, the match is great. I mean, I enjoyed the match. I think I, I wish it had like another like five to ten minutes or something. Ten minutes. Like, I would I, I need just it. Just to really, like just really grind it out, you know. But as a whole, you know, I'm, I'm loving Big E as champion. And like, I, I, I was hoping he would win, but, you know, again, watching as a fan or he were watching as someone who, you know, is trying to analyze and have some sort of educated opinion, <laughs> um, uh, actually educated opinion, right? Um, you know, I knew the chances of him winning weren't very strong, but he had a good right. showing. And that's, and I thought that was really great. You know, folks criticize E for not being serious enough. And I think in the build up to Survivor Series, for what they were giving him, he was, he showed that part that people wanted to see of, of his that yeah. he doesn't really show a lot. And I think it was great. Yeah. I think he shined, you know what I'm saying, I, I in, th- in, th- law, in defeat. Yeah, I think, honestly, building the build-up, the lead-up to Survivor Series, the drama between the New Day and Roman and, and, and you know, Big E and the Usos and everything, um, or let's just make it easy, Bloodline versus New Day. Right. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Period. Point blank. Seeing the drama and everything between them, I think that they handled this fantastic. Having the Usos go over to Raw and, and, and do stuff, and, and and vice versa, I think was so well played. And as we're talking, we always talk about storylines, right? And that's what people enjoy about this is the stories. Yeah. And again, even even I was watching um, that just dropped on Peacock the uh, the Ultimate Aggression or whatever the hell they got. They're talking about the Rock Ruthless? episode. Yeah, Ruthless, Ruthless aggression, aggression, whatever the fuck that, that, is. that era. Yeah, yeah, that. It's the era after the Attitude Era. It's See, the era the, that's stopped. what I didn't it's even the, realize at first. It's the era you stopped watching. Exactly. <laughs> it really is because I started laughing because I was like, "Oh, this is what it was called." It. I don't remember none of this shit. Like, straight, I. I I too, I stopped watching around about that time too. Like, and so I had to kind of do, I had to do a go back once I came back and started watching it again right. back in like 20, I think I started watching again in 2010. Yeah, about 2010 is when I came you back. Got a, you got another over you a know. decade under your belt again. You good, you here, you in it. I was like, wait, what happened? Her ankle bald? When did this happen? <laughs> dog, dog, I was watching, I was watching that show and I'm looking, I'm yeah. like, Wait, this is when Goldberg came over? I was like, oh, this yeah. is when this happened? I was like, oh, this is when The Rock got all skinny? I was like, this that's why honestly, that's why I stopped watching. Rock got skinny. I was like, I don't know. This is fair. I can't, I can't handle this no more. Like, what, what you is, know, what but is arguably, going on? arguably it was one of, it's it was one of his best runs character-wise, because that Hollywood that was was such I a watched, good now, I will say this. I watched <laughs> the show. I watched the show and it was fan. Like, oh yeah. It, you may, again, it makes you understand why The Rock is who The Rock is, right? Correct. He, yeah, he sure. He's amazing. And again, this it leads going back into Roman Reigns. His his Uso, his real Uso, right? His actual cousin. His yeah, actual Uso, his actual <laughs> cousin. 
the the fact that Roman the the attitude that era of the rock and this era of Roman are actually pretty similar in characters. I mean the blueprint is set. If it ain't the broke, blueprint is set. It? It, exactly. But Roman does yeah. such a great job at it. Yeah. And even he's the believable. Way, you believe him. You he's believe so him. believable in it. And even the way, and correct me if I'm wrong, even the way that his style is, because everybody has different styles. Mm-hmm. The Rock obviously was aggressive, right? right. He, he even when he threw like through hands, it was like it was very reminiscent actually of his father. It, it literally it. the way he threw exactly the way he Flash threw punches it. and kicks is just like his pops. Yeah. Right. Oh, them drop, them drop, them drop kicks. That's identical to his punch. Like identical. Yes. (laughs) Even the uh, even the the punch, the slaps, the big slaps and stuff like that. That's his dad. And it's so great when you're watching it because you can really get into it. But the way that Roman does it, which I love, it's he's this big like it's almost like Michael Myers. That's Mm -hmm. the best way I can explain it. It's understated. It's an understated like boiling. You know, it, it's really yeah. cool with that. And then I, the other thing I love about Roman, and this is something he's always had, mm-hmm, even when mm-hmm. he was being a face, even when he was with Shield, whatever. Yeah, is he will sell for you too, and that's not a small person. He's not. <laughs> he's not. Oh my god! That is he a jumps large around. <laughs> he let Woods toss him around. No, nothing against Woods. Ain't no way in hell Woods is actually picking that big man up. Ain't no way in hell. But when he did it, you believed it because that's, how, believed that's it. how well he, he sold it so well. He plays his, he is a very giving performer to the yes. people he's wrestling. And like, that's why like I said, I would have, I was never a Boo Roman fan because I hated that. I was like, yo, you're, you're booing the storyline. You're booing yeah. what he's being given. But you yeah. got to understand, like, you, you can't deny that man between the ropes. And let's be clear, he was early in his career main event yeah. with Brock Lesnar and, like, yeah. you know, Triple H and, and yeah. you know, all these Daniel Bryan. Well, he was wrestling those people early in his career. So it's like seriously, he, he was learning on the job and so, in some instances as well. And so yeah. he knows what he's doing in there. And when they finally let him be the big dog, we're like, and that's it. This is what we were all, this is it. This is who we see. We believe this guy. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, yeah. when you see it, I'm looking at it, and again, he, I can absolutely see him turning into a character that is very similar to the Attitude Era Stone Cold, where mm. it oh, those is... Those are big words, Sergio. I, I'm telling you, and this, this is why I'm looking at it, right? And this is why I'm going to say this. Attitude Era Stone Cold wasn't a baby face. He he Sir. was, but he wasn't. He Sir, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Am am I tripping? You're not tripping, but I mean, I like mean, I said, I'm gonna concede to you. Like was, I said, <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Me. I mean, I mean, let's be clear. I, I mean, I see what you're saying. He he was. Well, here, uh, here, hear me out. Let me let me let me let me, let me say it for the people so they can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. So the reason I'm saying is because Stone Cold runs up. Double double birds to the crowd, you know. Yeah. He 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 really don't give a damn. He's not like a good guy in, in his his character, right? He comes right. off like yeah. that. He's I don't give a damn about none of y'all. I'm kind of solo out here doing my thing. When he went out there, but even with that, everybody loved him. Ah, yes, yes. He he's going to be a combination of honestly that era's 
Rock and, St- and Stone Cold. He's like the, the middle ground between the two of them. I'll give the middle ground between the two of them. I, I'm not, I, I will give you that. I'll give you that for sure. I think, I think the, the one thing I'm just going to disagree on, like, and it's the slightest of disagreements. It's not even like okay. a for real, like, disagreement. I'm here for but it. I'm not going to, he was very much a, a loner in that setting, right? In the setting okay. of, of, like, okay. of, of the WWE, right? That's, which is mm-hmm. why we got, Rock versus Stone Cold, because you know Rock right. was corporate. He was with the corporate champion, blah blah blah, right? With right, right. Them. But Stone Cold, the reason I think the reason I'm, I will still say he was a face, right? Okay. And and although they give him tweener, you know, he tweened. He was a tweener for a while, that, actually. That's right? why. That's what I'm saying. I thought he was a tweener. Uh oh. Both I'm saying your your mic I, just went. There you go. No, I'm sorry. I go know. Ahead. I'm sorry. No, no worries. Truth be told, I'm, I'm going to say he was a tweener. But the reason why I, I lean more towards face in that era is because mm-hmm. he was the every man. Every single person knows what it's like to want to throw the finger up to your boss. Yeah, I was every right there one. with him. And, that, and we tuned in every week to see that to see what kind of hell he was going to give to Mr. McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. his boss. Living vicariously. I mean, granted, we were kids, we were kids but you know. Right, <laughs> right. I want to look you know? at my damn biology teacher like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right? And and so the reason why they call it the attitude era, right, is because it was about those the nine those late nineties, right? Was about kind of turning the turning the conservative kind of everything on its head. And yeah. That's yeah. why everything that was lewd, crude, and and disrespectful was getting cheered. <laughs> it was getting cheered. For all the sure, time. for sure. So, and it was great. It. it was great theater. It, it really was great theater. But and, and then it's great because again, we're go, going back to the, this Survivor Series and, and the match itself. I mean, you have Roman and you have Biggie, and honestly, when you see the two of them go out there. And this isn't disrespect to anybody, anybody in any other organization. I think these are the two best guys in the sport in, in pro wrestling at this point in time. And You're saying Roman and Biggie? Yes. Yes. Okay. When I watch the two of them, they they're amazing at what they do. They they're selling yeah. it. They like like you said, they when they're getting beat up, they they sell it. When they're coming yeah. at you, they sell it. And seeing these two ginormous human beings. The athleticism that the two of them have. Ridiculous. And not only the athleticism that the two of them have, yo, the acting chops that both of these dudes are pulling out right now. I don't get you can keep your Daniel Bryant's and I know he's he's dope. They keep all them dudes. Keep uh what's the little skinny kid at AEW with the relax, half face? Relax, all them, relax, they're, they're, relax. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that they're not great. I'm saying that they are great. But the way I'm saying it is this. You know what? Damn that. I think I'm just going to go straight. I'm all in for WWE. AEW, y'all are trash. I'm staying with it. What? Here we go. Oh, yep. God. Yep. You better, you better watch your notifications. Because wrestling is crazy. I'll be, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you better watch some notifications. Wrestling is crazy. Yo, time out. You, you should, y'all should see my <laughs> notifications regardless. I have so many people talking up because here's the thing, especially in combat sports, anybody woke in combat sports, 
your mentions are gonna get lit up anytime you say anything about anything. All right. So anything I said, like I I, I got so many, I got all kinds of red hats in my mentions talking all kind of nonsense. Okay. I eat it. I eat it. Look. Yeah, I am. All jokes aside, I I, AEW is dope. I just don't watch it as often because I don't have cable and I don't have TNT. I mean, who has cable anymore? (laughs) Well, that's that's fair. Um, Let's be clear. I do have fight the the fight app though. Yeah, get your life together. Uh, I I got it. I got it. I'll be watching. Yeah, I I was just capping. I am. I am that. (laughs) I am that wrestling fan. Can we all? Can everybody win? Like that's me. <laughs> I watch it all. I watch it all because yeah. I, 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 and I watch it for different reasons. And that's and like that's the thing I love. Like when I'm when I try to tell people about AEW a little bit, you know, just to kind of touch on this. When I tell yeah, people about but- AEW. I'm like, if if you watch AEW with a WWE lens, it is a, it's pretty much a culture shock almost. Yes. No, it's totally different. It's 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 a culture shock. It's not it's not as glossy. No, it's not, not at all. Convoluted in terms of storylines. If you, if I don't like, I, it's I want to be champion. So your champion, guess what? Refuted. The end. Like that is. Yeah. Those are the it's, few. It's you know very I mean? old school <laughs> in the way that it is. Yeah. It, it feels. It feels like when I first started watching wrestling. That's when, like, when I was a kid. Yeah. That's what AEW yeah. feels like, which I, which I love. But let me ask you this: with the Roman and Biggie feud that we just had. Mm-hmm. What storylines do you see coming from Survivor Series? Well, so my thing is, it's hard. Roman, it's kind of like, who's next? I have zero. Like, it's hard. That's the thing for he me. Just be, be ye. Me. I, it can't nobody else that, beat him now. Like, I hate to say it. Break it to y'all. Y'all messed up. <laughs> well, the, the only other people that could aren't full time. Like, the only who? People- I mean... You could, you there's could Brock say, Lesnar, there's Goldberg, yep. and there's The Rock. Those are the three. Those are the three matches. Those are those. Those are the three matches. <laughs> because let's be honest, Drew McIntyre just lost to Big E, so Big E. You know what I'm saying? It's not one. Of, you can't have him beat. We'll watch dude. it. We'll watch it. It'll be cool. Yeah. But yeah, for his, sure. And they're not on the same. Are they on the same? Yeah. Is Drew? They are now. They are now. He, yeah. he's, okay. he, uh, so Drew McIntyre is back now. I can see that happening. Yeah. I get also, I get lost with who's on what brand all the time because the brand split happens in the draft and my, you know, right. all of that happens, whatever. But like, fine. I can see Drew. I can see Bobby Lashley as well, but I don't think he's on, I think he's on Raw, right? He's on Raw. Is Bobby yep. Lashley on Raw? Bobby's so still on those Raw. Those are like, those are the two full timers that we could probably right. see him going against, but. There's just so much minutia in the middle of that. Now with E, on the other hand, they've already started his next couple two programs. Dude, he got great. Seth Rollins coming up. He got you know there and he got um, Seth. He's got Kevin Owens and they yep. got, he's got Kevin, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins gunning for him. Yeah. And then I don't. I could see them doing a Bobby Lashley rematch as well. I could see that right. happening as well. Bobby's always so going to be like, near the top. Always. Yeah. And he and he's good. He deserves. To I'm be about to say what she should because even in this one, we'll talk about it in a little bit. <laughs> Like, yo, Bobby, as slow as he is, he's wildly entertaining. Yeah, he is slow. He he moves like molasses. My man goes out there is just like, and it's crazy because that. he is a legitimate athlete. Like, Extremely. <laughs> legit athlete. You know, yeah. and so you see him and I love this. Okay, well, let me ask you this. We already rated the match and everything. And, and, I, and we have, to, and the last thing I'm going to say about this one is this. Is Roman Reigns 
the so best bad. heel in pro wrestling today? I'm going to say no, and this is why. He's still getting cheered. That's why. That's the only reason why. Because he's so he's dope. So, I understand. The right the rock the rock was the big the biggest heel and he was getting cheered. Agree. But who was who was gonna be who was who who else was I mean honestly at the time for the rock I mean so Roman is very much number two. I mean a high two, like one B. Who's number one? <laughs> Who's number one? MJF. MJF's the best heel in the business. The little skinny kid with the half face? Nope, that's Darby Allen. Oh, you're right. Darby <laughs> Allen. Yeah, him. Darby Allen is actually a really good tweener. He's a okay. face, technically, but he I, I do see him being a really good heel even. Like, he's going to have a heel phase at some point. It's not right now because he's got Sting with him and stuff like that. But, right. Um, Wait, he's so who'd you say is the best? Be cool. Who's the best? MJF. 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 He is he's starting. He just as of last Wednesday just started a mini feud with CM Punk right now. And I think that's gonna be a very um noteworthy situation um coming up in AEW. But he to me he's the best heel because he gets wait, 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 wait. like is real life <laughs> yes. I know you don't believe him because you don't look. You don't like his look. Serge is very WWE. He are such a WWE dude. If he ain't got enough muscle, Serge is like, I don't know, sir. Nope. No, nope. That's why I can't get down with, with, with Dominic Mysterio. Don't get me wrong. I I, I like Dominic Mysterio I, just because of who his daddy is. But at the end of the day, I need Dominic to put on like twenty pounds. And he will as soon as he turns twenty-two. <laughs> well, then they should have kept him in the back. Listen, I MJF is such a good asshole. Like he is a phenomenal jerk. I know um, people are gonna say he, people gonna look at me crazy for saying this, but does jerk. it surprise you? You have he's no a idea. white guy. <laughs> no, his name is MJF. Yeah, uh, like, and looking at his picture, <laughs> he looks well, like he him with his Burberry scarf. He's a jerk. All right, you already don't like at... him. See, look, you already don't like him. Judging, judging his ass. <laughs> proving my point. He's a great heel, and you haven't even heard the best. You haven't even seen him do his thing, and you already don't like him. Is he good like on him. the mic? My point. He's phenomenal on the mic. Okay, okay, okay. He's because so, here's the thing. He's so I like good. Heels. He's so good on the mic. He's so good on the mic that you forget he's actually a pretty good wrestler. And that's me. I legitimately was. I I forget he's a good wrestler, and then he goes to wrestle. And I'm like, oh right. He's actually good at this. <laughs> like, okay. Because here's the thing. Heels are my favorite. Yeah, heels have always been my favorite. favorite. Our generation, heels are our favorite. That We're the ones who made Stone Cold. <laughs> who made Stone Cold and DX and stuff. They're supposed to be heels. And we're over here cheering. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> who cares about that good guy? Softass. <laughs> that was our... That was our generation of kids. We're like, kids are going to love this. We're like, no, give us so cold. What? You can't even drink Yo, beer. And, and, and that's why I've never had respect for John Cena. <laughs> I hate to say it. I've never had yeah. respect for John Cena as a wrestler. I think now I have respect for John Cena as an actor and as a, as a funny person. I think, he, and as a person, I think John Cena is fantastic. As a wrestler, <laughs> I have no, I don't care. I don't want to see him. 
John was one of those guys. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like he, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit that he's one of the reasons I stopped watching wrestling. <laughs> you you see what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Straight you up. you put this big um, white dude out here acting like he's talking about hip hop, and then first of all, y'all kept John Cena with this nonsense, but you guys get rid of mm-hmm. real hip hop acts. Come on, son. But you're, you're also talking about like how many years in between. Doesn't matter. It, happy I mean, it. it doesn't matter, but it matters in the context of the people. In, making in the words of the Rock, and like, doesn't matter. <laughs> and to be fair, when Cena did his whole, you know, rapping gimmick, Eminem had, you know, was popping off at that moment, right? So that's it was one of those in the moment moments. He wouldn't have been successful literally in any other era than the one he wasn't. Now the 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 thing is, and I'm glad they learned this and mm-hmm. applied it to Roman, is they kept mm-hmm. him, he was a heel at first, mm-hmm. then he became a face, and he just stayed that way. And he could have benefited from a heel turn about 2010, 2011, <laughs> even Roman? like 2010, 11, 12. Oh, you're talking you know, about Cena. Cena, yeah. Cena. He would have benefited from a heel turn around about that point. One of During one of the feuds with The Rock, one of those WrestleMania matches, he would have been that he could have benefited from a heel turn. But I personally think, and this is just me guessing, I think one of the reasons he didn't turn heel is because he knew he wasn't going to be wrestling for much. If he turned heel, that would have extended his career another four or five years, whatever. Exactly, that makes sense. That that I could understand. That I could agree with. (laughs) I I get it. But for me, I mean, heels are phenomenal. And speaking of somebody who honestly has been a phenomenal heel to the point that. I didn't get down with her until I watched a couple interviews and I realized, you know what? She's great. Becky Lynch she defeated Charlotte Flair. Um, and another one, BT Sports. If you guys haven't had an opportunity to check it out, Ariel Hawani had a fantastic, yeah. Ariel Hawani, friend of the show, had a fantastic um, conversation with Becky Lynch. And hearing her just as a person, that's for me, one thing I love about this era of pro wrestling. And I think this is why it's been so much easier for myself to jump into it and really be, be, you know, be a fan of it. Once again, is because you can go out there and actually follow these people as real people and you hear them speak and everything as real people. And then it it gives you that, like you, you, that little break in the fourth wall to be able to see it. So seeing her and talking as a human being, and then, you know, watching her perform, you understand. And me personally, I understood because remember, I'm still, I'm still new to this. So for me, I was just like, He's a little skinny. I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is weak, right? I get it now. I get it now. She went out there, and here's the thing. Her and Charlotte Flair are phenomenal. I'm going to say it again. Oh, my God, they're phenomenal performers. They go out there. They sell everything. They think, and here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Because I got, I got, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this. Is there real heat between the two of them? Or is that fabricated? I don't think about it. I don't think I didn't think so either. Okay. I don't think so. I think I mean I mean clearly we don't really know for sure. But you know, uh, when I when I interned at NXT in grad school and they were there, they seemed to get along just fine. You know what I mean? Well that's what they're and, saying. They're saying that they were like the best of friends. Yeah. I mean and, and well that was they were in a thing called the they were best I think they was called BFFs, the best friend. They were in a little thing in NXT. <laughs> if I remember correctly. But um, I think 
I think I'm here's what I think. All the all the little reports and stuff for that segment when they did the title swap and you know apparently stuff got real backstage and whatever. I I'm I I think that maybe some concerns were expressed backstage about the segment in general. I'm sure something did not go as planned in the ring. Mm -hmm. Words mm -hmm. were probably exchanged. Then they probably had a beer at the hotel and said, "Hey, we can use this." <laughs> and and we were off to the races. And they are so, those two students of pro wrestling, you know, Charlotte Flair with the last name to prove it, Becky Lynch been wrestling, she wrestled on the indies for a, for long enough to quit to come back. And then- well, dude, <laughs> like, I didn't even realize like, this. She's like our age and yeah. she's been wrestling, they said for like 15 Both years. Yes. 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 You know, not, and yeah, I mean, the fact that she's those are also, grown I women. mean, those are grown women, <laughs> grown women, grown women. Yeah. and one thing, and this is why I was just like, you know what? I don't think that I, they're, they're trying to, like, I don't think there's real heat there. And the reason I'm going to say that, but is I that, love it, it. But I love, I love that it. we had to question it. I love exactly. that we had to question it. Yes. And yes. You, and you believe them enough to be like, I don't think, I don't think so. Like, like prime example. <laughs> that, that's good. Ian e Roman are buddies. I know right. this. The Usos <laughs> and the New Day are, but all six of them oh. hang out. I can tell. You can just tell, right? Mm -hmm. Here, you you know better than me. Am I tripping or no? That's what I've heard as well. <laughs> yeah. Like they're buddies. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the, the 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 six of them are birds of a feather, right? Literally, right? It's it's damn near right. the same team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Literally. Sure. So you have, I mean, at this point in time, it, it is the exact same thing. At this point. <laughs> at this point, yeah. Big dude got championships. The other two are, you know, got other stuff. Gold, crowns, all that. Exactly. <laughs> everybody, exactly. Everybody, exactly. Everybody winning. <laughs> right. But when, so, but when you sell for with these two, they did such a great job. It's just that you could, like, I, I was questioning, but what, what tipped me off was at the end of the match. It's just the, the, you could tell little looks, little things. Um, and again, talking about like The Rock and Stone Cold, you saw them at one of their the last match together. The way The Rock kind of leans over him when he's on a thing, and he like pays his respects, tell him he loves him, and you can literally see him saying it, right. And you can see right, the admiration right. that they have for one another. When Charlotte was walking out, she turns and looks at Becky, and there was like just a moment, and they kind of like looked at each other and was just like, "We did that. We like, did that. We, did we that. killed that." We killed that. You know what I'm saying? In, in the <laughs> right. match itself, and, and I'm gonna go ahead and rate the match. That honestly, I'm with you. It was the better, it was the best match of the night. It match was they mm -hmm. went out there because here's the thing: I'll be honest with you, I've said it before. I being new to the sport, if I don't mess with you, and honestly, a lot of especially a lot of the women, I hate to sound like this, if they're not as athletic, I can't get down with it. It, yeah. It's just I'm not selling it. It doesn't doesn't work for me. So when I'm, I'm the seeing same it, like, way. as yeah, an so, as an athletic woman, like I, I, I I'm the same way. I want I want to believe I want to believe you. That's I want to believe you. I just want to believe you. And it is sometimes exactly. a little hard. But again, yes. we were also trained as kids. The type of attitude era women's wrestling we got to see was I mean, lacking in the athletic like, department. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So when I oh, see it, and that's why does, I yeah. have that's why I appreciate Bianca Belair. That's why I appreciate oh, God, yeah. Sasha Banks. Because when I actually got God, to watch yeah. Sasha Banks perform, I was like, oh shit, she's yeah. an athlete. 
that like, that Sasha Bank where is Sasha Katrina? She is she the, jumped off three girl. different ropes and jumped at somebody. She flings her body around like it's not a body, like like it's not her body. She's just I'm, she scares me every time she does anything. Like, I'm like, girl, you're back. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, she is phenomenal. Serious. Yeah. And watching the, the two cool, of these the, women, I'm sorry. Go, oh yeah, go please. No, please, no, you please. go. No, I was watching, Come on, ladies first. Ladies first. I'm not. You know what I'm saying. I don't, I I don't even know what the hell I'm talking always, about. Wrestling. You do. You you got it. The four horse. Those four horse women of wrestling. You know, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte. They will always have good matches with one another, and if you can, it don't matter who's wrestling who in that foursome. Um, and then yeah. ba- Bailey's the like one Bianca that uh that be laughing. She's injured and stuff. right now. Okay, that's yeah. why she's going. Yeah, she's right. Okay. Right that's what I thought. Yeah, but you get you get those four in any combination fighting each other. Mm-hmm. They're trying to they trying to be the match of the night. Period. I don't care if yeah. it's a house show, random SmackDown, or WrestleMania. They're gonna try. They're gonna wrestle the match like it's WrestleMania every time. Those I women do not play games. Um, and then you and got this, this... Bianca who comes in with that same type of ethic, that same type of work ethic, which is of course they're gonna have a great match. Between yeah. her and Bailey and her and Sasha. And I can't wait. And her and Becky eventually are going to have like a real, real, real one. You know, they had a, they yeah. had one on like I think Raw or whatever, but they'll have an, another pay per view match at some point. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I'm looking forward to Bianca Charlotte in the future. I don't know when, I don't know how, but like that's going to be amazing. Yeah. The, you know, the women's wrestlers in general, just all over now, um, I think so finally, very slowly, the culture yeah. of wrestling fans are changing to expect athleticism out of the women, yes. and not just pretty faces, yeah. which is, you know. Well, helpful. and that's why even <laughs> some of the women that are straight up, but even some of the women that are, are in WWE still, like, I I can't get that when their matches come on and just change it because I'm like, and and um, what's her name? The the, the, the current queen. I, I'm not, I haven't given her a shot yet. Uh, oh, what's Zelina, her name? Zelina the little Vega. Puerto Rican one. Yeah. Zelina um, Vega. <laughs> look. I'm always cheering on cheer for Puerto Rican. Absolutely. But I watched her match and oh, this is boring. This well, is boring. You know, my thing the again, and I mean every company can benefit from this. This every every company, this criticism is true for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe except for the Joshi Joshi wrestling in Japan. Cause yeah. them them women get all the time, okay? <laughs> um, and they deserve it because they be whooping the hell out of I was about other. to say they get active. <laughs> um, but you again they can only do so much with what they're given and if you keep continuously training your audience to expect foolishness and not or, or shenanigans or character versus at yeah. versus the match then yeah you're doesn't matter how good whatever happens in between the ropes if everything that happened before this i gotta care i have to care about what's happening sure. before this and yeah. That is still lacking in terms of like, you know, the production and the writing and stuff like that. That's still lacking. You can have more than one main woman feud. Yes. Give me just as many as the dudes if it's good. They can happen at the same time. (laughs) Yes. Raw has three hours. (laughs) Three hours of Raw. Yeah. And and, and that's (laughs) the problem with it, right? So you finally, at least at the very top, and again, going back to, to 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 Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair going out there 
And, and again, putting on a show, flipping around to me, and me, that was absolutely the match of the night. Um, it was fantastic, especially like we said, now knowing in hindsight that the the, the Big E Roman f- fight had to stop a little earlier because of timing and things like that, which we get and we understand. But it was fantastic. All the drama we needed. And here's the thing about it, which I love when they do this. And salute to all the rest of the organizations when you do this. When you could have a match, when somebody loses, but they both their stock both rises at the end of the, at the end of the day. And when that happens, because here's the thing: when I saw that, I was watching it. I'm like, both of these women are dope. This is this is amazing. I love this. They're talented. They're selling it. Everything is great. And and I love what I saw. So salute to them. That was my fight of the night. That was your match of the night as well. And let's talk to one that might not have been Raw versus SmackDown. And real quick, before we even talk about that, everybody who is listening live, thank you so much for checking out the Fight Podcast. And check us out everywhere podcasting is available. <laughs> Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Do not forget to subscribe to this video right here to hear more. We have great interviews. We have great action. We have all kind of great stuff. So check us out today. All right. All right. Raw versus SmackDown. It is the reason why we have Survivor Series. I'll be honest with you. I was on a flight. Didn't see this. I came back to it. And um, I put on this. For me, it was okay. Right? It was okay. The match was okay. Uh, I thought it was interesting how you have the the, the drama with, with, with Owens walking off at the very beginning. Right? And it's right. always cool to see these individuals in the in the ring together. It's really, really cool to see that. But I always have an issue, for instance, with you you just having people that are supposed to be prominent members of your roster, and you just yeah. dust them off like they're not important. The way y'all had Bobby Lashley hem up King Woods, it 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 diminishes his greatness. And it, it 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 made him look you had Bobby Lashley put him to sleep. Like, come on, son. So, yeah, please. It, 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 please you know, how I do agree. you feel about this? I one thousand percent agree with everything you just said. I think that I mean I'll say that it wasn't, I mean, it's fine. It, there's no like real huge criticisms other than what you just said. Right, um, right. Exactly. For, that, that, honestly, for, that's my for, biggest criticism of it. Yeah. For Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series traditional match, right? Traditional Survivor Series match. It was fine. You know, it was right. fine. Um, I'll even I'll even say that like I'm very cool with Seth being last man standing soul survivor. Like, I thought that was cool. That's a great. Yes. Keep his back up because you know he has he suffered a couple of high profile losses, so yes. that was a way to get him back to hey. Don't forget Seth is still up here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, love oh, yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. Um, and I think that I mean, unless Bobby and, Lashley and even the way that is, they had Bobby Lashley go out by him whooping yeah. somebody's ass down there and y'all, oh, you counted out tonight, you're out. I like that. It yeah. makes sense. I was to like me. that that was the best the way Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre both were yes. out of the matches is the best, like that was the best thing they could have done because for, I mean, for a lot of us, I thought Drew was going to be the last man standing. I thought they were going to rebuild Drew this way. So I was kind of like, I was actually surprised. Like, oh, a surprise. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think 
again, we left there with a clear, with a semi-clear hierarchy of who they feel is upper mid, upper card, mid card, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What I was just, I was disappointed with you, just like you as well. What you know, King Woods is King. He he's still King Woods, right? Like, and he's already got his right. butt whipped by the bloodline. That's what you I'm know, saying. You just sacrificing had him himself, right? Right, sacrificing himself for for the you know for the title versus title match, which is that which was logical. So that makes sense. Make he gets sense. one one segment of redemption with which was SmackDown before Survivor Series, right? When Big E came through and tossed the Usos, <laughs> tossed them on stage which, or whatever. Well, again, that was great. Which was a amazing. Great, great theater. Great segment. Great segment. So like, you gotta, I was like, there's, but he's still down in terms of the count, right? So like, you gotta like, I would have loved to see Woods be semi-dominant here um, and like have totally him be the last man standing for for SmackDown and have maybe him and Seth have a nice cool little match situation. Uh, and exactly. Then if he loses in that regard, I'd have been like, love. We understand and, it. And you can make it, it make sense because he just won King of the Ring. So he's already got his King of the Ring kind of like stuck in there, right? So it makes sense. You're not like, oh, why is Woods winning? No, he just won King of the Ring. That's why. <laughs> that, makes, yeah. that just makes some logical sense. But is Kofi you know, the forgotten man? Kofi's I don't think he's forgotten. I think he's if if I'm not mistaken, I think his wife's about to have a baby. So he's just he on I'm about to have a baby watch. Okay. I, I'm cool <laughs> with that. Because I keep on like, where the hell is he at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And honestly, yeah. it it makes sense that they do that. They had him get hurt. By the by, yeah. you know Roman in them, and it, it makes perfect sense. But in terms Which will of be King great, Wood, when he comes back, that'll be fun. Like that'll be fun when he comes back. He gets that they'll have a nice little something yeah. to do. Yeah. when he comes back. Um, okay. Well, I'm yeah. cool with that. If just, they if they do that with him, <laughs> I, I'll I'll be happy. Um, but it, it's it's just very interesting on how they're doing it because at this point in time, I, I've been watching it long enough now that you could almost like things make sense. Like okay. It's either going to be one of these three things. It's going to be A, B, or C that they're going to go with. Let's see which one they choose, right? And it's like, I'll prefer A or B, but sometimes they go with C. And even sometimes Vince pulls out D and it it ends up being an F because it's trash. So it's like like a mixture of C and D together. Like, how did it? Like, how did you do this? You know, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, again, let's talk about the epic fail. That was the Rock tribute. And I'm going to say this is an epic fail because you go out here, Vince, and you and I'm upset about this. I don't care. Right. How are you going you know, to you, do you this? Talk, you, you're talking to Mr. McMahon like you know him. I'm okay. talking to Vince. Okay. Vince, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? You're going to go out here and you're pubbing the Rocks movie, which obviously I'm sure is an association with WWE in some sort of some shape or form because Seven Bucks Promote Productions is always in association with them in some Netflix. capacity. I get movie. that. Okay. It's of course fantastic. It was actually really good. I don't know if you've seen it. It's I enjoy. I have. I enjoy. Actually, it fantastic. Fun. It's pretty. It's <laughs> yes, a fun movie. A it's really a fun movie. It's a popcorn movie all day. I was definitely like, oh, oh dude, I, I was sitting there watching. I'm like, this is fun. This is great, and, and I'm here for the sequel. Um, but right, but you 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 build it up. You build up this 25 year anniversary. You give me this 25 man battle royale in tribute to The Rock's 25-year anniversary. You're talking about the movie that The Rock is just in. You're hyping up all The Rock. The, the, the egg goes missing. All this nonsense. 
You like they even bring the stupid egg, the fake egg, and you're like hundred million dollars. It's not hundred million dollars. You really know it's plastic or whatever. But he has this, and then, first of all, The Rock doesn't show up. I get it. He's busy. It's The Rock, right? The busy guy. The busy guy. Yeah, but 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 you missed an opportunity because here's what you guys missed. You missed an opportunity to perfectly build up WrestleMania. We are trying to figure out what is happening next with Roman Reigns. It takes a couple of months to build up that. Roman Reigns is asked, would you want to wrestle The Rock? Yes. You have all of these things leading up to it, which will make perfect sense. I am the head of the family. I am the head of the bloodline. I am the tribal chief. The storyline is very the story much line, written, It, it writes yeah. itself. Yeah. So how are you going to shit the bed? Because that's exactly what you did. Vince McMahon shit the bed. He goes out there, he shit the bed, and he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And then it's just like, you you missed an opportunity. You missed a huge opportunity. Because now... I just, I just think if you know that he's not coming, right? And they knew this. They, I'm, I have a... Months I, again, ago. I bet they tried. I bet they tried to get him. And Probably. from what I was told, from what I was not told, from what I heard, you know, through say the, what you're told. We story. we know what you were told. You you're an insider. We know it. <laughs> I was. Not, I am not. Trust me. Um, but you know, The Rock's in Australia filming a movie. In order for him to get get to Brooklyn, quarantine, yada yada, time, whatever, whatever. Like that, that wasn't rich. Cool. You that flight ain't you shit. Know? Not the flight. The quarantine time. Oh, go because so, Australia. Oh yeah, yeah. they. The they believe time. in science, so, you're right? Perfect. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, like, fine. All of you knew he wasn't going to physically be there. You knew that. I personally think they're not quite sure he's going to be WrestleMania ready either. I bet I, I just something is because if they knew they were going to, if they know they're going to book it, they okay, know I they're going to book Roman versus Rock. There, it's the year of our Lord 2021. That man could have showed up on that bag on screen. And he could have talked to He could have showed up on that thing. But you know, he, he could have talked to trash. I'll see you in Dallas. Period. Yes. <laughs> I'll see you in Dallas. Here. They, they could have ended the show with, I will see you in Dallas. Period. That could have been it. Done. Everyone would have been happy. He didn't have to do anything else. So that's why yes. I, don't, I don't know if they're sure yet. That that's going to happen yet. I bet you there's still a little bit of question mark yeah. grayness about that. So I think that's why we don't have that. I think that's why we didn't see Rock. But my my beef isn't that we didn't see him. My beef is why why are you pubbing this 25th anniversary of The Rock so hard? They could have just mentioned it, Duh. like they mentioned you... Rock Lesnar earlier, and just mentioned it. And they had just... all these dudes on Halloween dressing like him and everything. Which which is great. I thought all that was dope. That's what you're supposed to do. That you know that's one of the it's greatest superstars you've ever they've ever created. The right. But my thing is, you just don't you don't continuously mention him exactly throughout the show like exactly. like they did. You yes. pub the movie, yes. sure. You cool. you know mention that this is the 25th anniversary of the Rock debut in a Survivor Series, whatever, whatever. Amazing. And then you let the rest of the show go. Um, one of the things I heard was that they were thinking about switching the two champions matches and having Roman and E open and have Charlotte and Becky main event so that the crowd didn't expect the rock at the end of the show. 
You're right. And I was like, that could, I was like, I see that logic. <laughs> see that, that logic, logic would have made, honestly, that logic would have made more sense. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I think that was my only beef was like, I mean, I get that they have to mention that this is the anniversary of this, but you, it was to the, you were chatted. I didn't think if you had asked me before the event started, is the rock coming out of them? I was like, no. And then by the time I finished the pre-show, you was you and I were like, is this maybe? Dog, the way they <laughs> talked about him, they were talking like about that man, like they yeah. were about to interview him, like he was about to just stroll on in there, like yeah. the way they. So th- that um, is, I do have gonna... a beef with that. Yeah, be- because here's the thing. Now, I'm not going. Vince. I now Andrea, me, Dre, Miss Dre is not about to talk to Mister Man any kind of way. You go ahead and do that, but uh, Vince, <laughs> look, <laughs> no, not even fam, not Vince. <laughs> I'm just saying you met you're in a business <laughs> of tomfoolery and we understand that. But you cannot go out here and just blatantly piss on your fans' heads and tell them it's raining. Again, we're in a sport like we talked about, we're at a time in history where especially combat sports fans in general are more educated, they understand what's going on, they get yeah. look, this is a part of the well, nonsense. Fans we're having a good time now, with you know? this. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's it's ridiculous. It, it's tomfoolery. I don't I don't understand it, um, but it is what it is. All right, before we get out of here, let, let let's talk about this because I again I'd be remiss to talk, if we didn't talk about it. Last <laughs> night was Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins. It's also in Brooklyn. He was attacked. He was attacked by a fan. And first of all, fan, you're a doof. Okay. Whoever this guy was, a absolute doof. You 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 sent me a picture of what he looked like. Virgin goofy. written all over him. I, I I can see it. Okay, it really was. It's like I I can tell. All right, you're one of those wrestling fans that we make fun of. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. You are to go out there and do that. He is. Like I have no respect and love for that dude for doing that. That's ridiculous. You this and then the statement. I did it for the blood lie. I did it for this. I did. You're a clown, son. You're a sir. clown. Like. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah. I did give him credit. Fantastic spear. Fantastic spear. He came around that corner like he was on a pursuit drill. Listen, he drilled, okay. You know what I'm saying? He looked My like he's been, he's been waiting for that moment his entire life. Um, salute to Seth got... Rollins. Man. Salute to Seth Rollins for throughout all the nonsense, <laughs> staying in character. He stayed in character, which is phenomenal. But I have to ask you this. Are we going to see us? Is this going to help or bring about a face turn for Seth Rollins? Help? Sure. I think Seth is Seth is one of those. He's had an interesting character. Arc. I'll just put it that way. Right. And like he's had an interesting relationship with the fans. Um, and What's always saved him is the fact that he's a great wrestler. Between those ropes, he does he does his thing. And, you know, he has been able to adapt his character a couple of different ways. And I personally I'm I'm loving, you know, you Pastor Seth. Like he's hilarious. He's right. hilarious to me. And um and I do think that like the way he handled this situation, um, a lot of the feedback on Twitter and everything, like the fans really are just like dog. He, you know, shout out to him for handling that the way he did. 
like so a complete that, champ. Yeah, I think eventually, I think eventually he's gonna have the same problem Becky's having right now, where they're both mm. supposed to be heels, but folks keep cheering them. <laughs> so, right, right, and. and you know, I think eventually, you know, Seth's arc is going to eventually, those cheers are going to get louder and louder, especially because he's having matches the way he does. I mean, again, he's just... Oh, dude, the dude, way, his, the, the, way the crowd reacted, because after that, he turned and he, like, acknowledged mm-hmm. the crowd. They Singing his theme song and everything. Nuts. They yeah. went nuts. And then when he came back out, him playing with it and acting like, like somebody is coming. <laughs> oh, it, I holler. Beautiful. I was like, yeah. Beautiful. I, I love it. I'm gonna call you by your government name. Cody Lopez, you the man for that one, bro. Uh-uh. Like that was phenomenal. Okay. All right. Like I said, I guess we, we've crossed paths in the past. I hope I get to cross paths with him one more time. Uh so I have love for that dude. But phenomenal thing. All in all, um, do me a favor. Let's rate the weekend. Let's rate even not just the weekend. Let's rate this. Let's throw Monday on top of it too. Let's rate it. Um, wrestling wise, for you, how Ooh. was the event? The build up, everything about Survivor Series and the the follow up with Raw. How in a scale again? We're gonna go one to five. Where are you? I think the I think the build was real shaky because I mean. We had one team, and then every time you turned on a show, oh, that person is no longer a part of the Survivor Series team, and now we have... they did, It's like they did it backwards. Instead of just having right. qualifying matches to get onto the team, they announced the team and then took folks out, which was just... It was strange. I think the reason they did it was trying to get people to have to watch, because you never know. Something's going to be different. Like That was kind of the... I feel like that was the, the take they were trying to give us, but... Right. It just didn't. I don't. I don't think it worked for us. I, I am very curious for fans that are younger than us how they took that because I just feel yeah, like we don't care how they kid, think. So whatever. Uh, I just feel like a kid. With, <laughs> a kid is so like you know they're they're so squirrel like that anyway. So I feel like right. they're like oh probably like that's kind of cool. So I wonder. I am right. just curious about that. But you know I think the 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 show Survivor Series is better than the build. So I think that the show was better than the build. Um, nice. So, I mean, I'll give the build like a two, but I'll give the show a three. Okay. Um, the okay. Raw af- the raw afterwards. I mean, raw is just raw is such a hard raw show is to no watch bueno. sometimes, man. It, it, it's I'll be such honest a with you. Hard show to watch, man. Yeah, it's super long it's so and long. <laughs> and honestly the. The writing isn't fantastic. Just, just, oh. just to be frank, it, it's, it's really, it's not. Um, what Paul Heyman and the team on SmackDown are doing is so much better. It, it's so much, it's so Make, much more entertaining. The more the storyline, yes. Like yeah. I cannot wait to, because I usually don't watch um, SmackDown live because I watch Fox on Hulu, so. I watch it the next day, you know what I'm saying, most times. Uh, if it's not on Peacock, I watch it the next day. So, especially with go. pro wrestling. But it's one of those things that when you watch it, there's so many different things going on, so many different storylines, yeah. and the storylines are just just entertaining. And it's they're fun. Right. That's what they are. Yeah. They're just fun, inter- exciting. Exciting. And then the characters that they have, the, I feel like the people that are there, and it almost... 
it's an indictment on the writers and everything at Raw because some of these people were just in SmackDown. And now, like, I'm... And I hate to say this, like, with the Street Profits and Bianca Belair and them, like, where did they go? Like, I, I, like, like, I literally, like, I'm not paying I'm them glad any you brought attention them up. anymore. I'm so glad you brought them up because, like, Bianca starting this feud with Dewdrop, cool. Okay. They want to push, they want to push Dewdrop and Which I don't it's understand. very clear, it's very clear that the former Piper Niven is someone that they want to push and I, I don't mind her I think she's you know I've seen a few I saw like one or two of her matches is on NXT UK I think um and they were fine she's a you're she's your she's fine you know what I'm saying there was, I, there was nothing that stood out to me like oh my god amazing but I, I I you know she's on the main roster for a reason and like I never I, I wasn't I wasn't like oh why is she there it was very much like oh cool got it boom that makes I get sense. it and like I like I I, I think so for me, for Bianca to be the sole survivor, and then they're starting a, they're making her feud with Dewdrop, someone they're obviously pushing. That's good for Bianca to me. Like so, you know, the person I'm rooting for, I'm like, all right, cool, that's cool. I'm with that. Like I'm cool yeah. with that. I just hope that it's not just. I, I just really hope they do something with it because they have this whole Tamina Natalia Dewdrop thing they tried to introduce yesterday, and I was kind of like, I don't, I don't. Okay, okay. Like okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it it wasn't like oh I'm excited. It was just one of those okay and like right as you were saying some of the writing if they were to explain to us why did these three three people decide to come together against Bianca there there needs to be an explanation. They can explain it in some kind of way and again it does not have to be like a convoluted thing. It just needs to right. be something and then why okay, cool, would these make me women. Invest. Right, because why would these women yeah. band together to take on the biggest face in the organization? It doesn't make sense. Right, well, because they're the heels. They're the, they're, th they're three of the heels on the on the roster. Is so Dewdrop really supposed to be a heel? Did right they make now. her a heel now? At this, they I, they turned her heel, which was not smart to me either. But I don't I don't know. I don't. They did that to Nia Jax two years ago, where she was a face. Won the won the title on Raw or won the Raw Women's title against I think it was against Alexa Bliss because Alexa Bliss was like bullying her, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then right after she had this beautiful WrestleMania moment, she beat the bully. She turned heel, and I'm like, we were just rooting for her. Like, why are we doing this? So like, it doesn't make sense. Doing the same thing with Dewdrop, and I'm like, I don't under I don't I don't get that either. But that's Facts. Facts. whatever. The Street Profits. Obviously, those are two of the most entertaining superstars they have. It's one of yes. the only true tag teams they have on the, you know, on the roster. And they don't push them. Is, well, I think this is their version of trying to. You know, if they make you sell some stuff, because I have to. Rem I remember they made do New Day do stuff like this too for a while, and then. So I was like, all right, I feel like they're giving them the New Day like blueprint plan, like you know, nine point plan. It, it's worked. It that works. And I'm like, I'll I will work with that. They still get they still get reactions. They're still on my TV. They're still on. They have a segment every every episode. I'll let. I, I won't, I'm not worried yet. I won't be worried right. yet. Um, but someone has to beat RK bro, right? Someone has to. And they've had the titles before. I hope that they're building them to do that. Yeah. Well, that would be the perfect. That would be the perfect one because RK bro obviously yeah. just beat almost an AJ Styles, right? You have that, so that that little feud is done for a second. So now right. it's a perfect way to go ahead and introduce another team. And like you, we said earlier in the show, how 
it is an easy way to go out there and continue creating the descent between RK Bro. It's a great way to do it if Which you go out the, here and do like that. that's a mania match. Like Riddle it versus needs to be. Randy yes. is a is a is it a is amazing. Yes. And honestly, that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I'm honestly, it's gonna be amazing to watch Riddle win because that's what they yeah. honestly should do. I want Riddle to turn on Randy. I don't want it to I be do the too. other way around. And I think honestly, we all think, you know, they, you know, everyone expects Randy to do the turning. I think it'd be really well, fun if they flip that. If they do it the right way, and this is just Surge talking, and Surge don't know shit. About wrestling, I don't know nothing Come about that. Come on, fantasy booking. We done got you know first start fantasy booking now. He you know in here saying? now. <laughs> but it, here's the thing: you put it together, it makes sense if you go out there with them, and because Randy's always kind of bullying, dude. You know, or, you know, for a set, he's kind of bullying him. He's kind of sunning mm-hmm. him the whole time. Have him get to a point where, kind of like, um, uh. Mustafa Ali and Buddy, sure. right? Have it like mm-hmm. that, where all of a sudden he hits a breaking point. Mustafa he's like and Mansoor, <laughs> and Mansoor, right? Because Mansoor was the one that that got pissed off, right? Um, yeah. I will say yeah. this: Mustafa Ali. I've been watching him recently. He's really damn good. Mustafa Ali is he's is, so I, good. He's very good. He's, he's very so good. good. Yes. Yes. Is yes. he a Chicago dude? Very. Uh, I believe Bolingbrook. Yeah. See, I know I like that guy. It's a Jace. You know what I'm saying? He ain't far. He know what it's about. I, I ain't mad at it. You know, that's that's over here. My, that's that's the suburbs like me. That's my hood over here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's the West Suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from, for those questioning, West Side of Chicago. I'm actually from the city. When I claim um, this, Humble um, Park. Gang, gang. <laughs> Okay, I live there too. <laughs> hey, you know how it is though. It, 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 you, when you're from Chicago, I, so people, you, you I, have to like, I cannot say I'm claim. from Chicago around another Chicagoan. I have to say, well, I am actually from Aurora, Illinois, which is a uh, western yeah, straight up. Chicago. Uh, people would say that because you know, somebody be quick. I know, uh, I want to so. For you guys don't know, one of my buddies, our mutual friends of uh, Miss Dre and myself, and I remember he always used to say, like, when we were around people, like, oh, I'm from Chicago. I'm like, bro, you are from Oswego. That is like an hour away. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't even try it. I'm like, nope, I'm not. I am from the Chicagoland area. I hit that I hit that one real good. But I'm... <laughs> Amen. Chicagoland area, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, but but here, but just just to like just to get back into it real quick. Um, looking at it, I mean, all in all, like I, there are some things for you coming out of this past weekend. What are some storylines that you would like to see happen? I'm geeked about whatever the heck is going to happen between e, Biggie, Seth, and Kevin Owens. Very geeked yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I, that that's good. Um, we, that's, I'm happy that we actually have that. Yo, is I'm he leaner than he threat. used to be? Very much so, yes. I I was just gonna have to. I mean, if I was gonna ask anybody you know, who know, I knew it'd be you. So I had to say. I'm just saying. First of all, the internet is the internet is the internet. You could have looked it up. I, I'm just saying, like I'm looking at because when he was in there, I was like, man, yo, he looking, he looking good, man. Like, I ain't mad at him. My man's out here looking healthy. You know, say so, mm-hmm. healthy. That's exactly how he's looking. Healthy. <laughs> 
Oh, and by the way, salute to Big E um, on Saturday night, his entrance uh, with Sean Porter and Rhapsody leading into that event. Phenomenal. Rhapsody becomes the first female rapper to walk out a professional boxer. Salute to her. If you do not know who Rhapsody is, in my opinion, this is my my opinion alone. She is the best female current rapper in the game. When I rank her against rappers, I put her in my top current five. And I'm I'm not, and it's not just because she is a rapper, son. If you have not listened to her music, you need to. Um, uh, what's her first uh album? What's it called? Uh, Somebody's Wisdom. Uh, it'll come to me in a second. But if you haven't listened to her first album, oh my God, it's incredible. Uh, Leia's Wisdom or something like that. I can't remember, but that's her first album. You need to check it it out. I'm pulling it up. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up because I have it. You know, I love that album. Um, but Rhapsody's incredible. Biggie is everywhere right now. He is on fire. My man is just white hot right now, doing his thing, going out there the way he introduced him. Oh, the passion, everything amazing. Um, salutes Andre Hales, uh, Andreas Hales as well. I have to show out salute to him the way that he is. Um, he is somebody that in this industry that I absolutely look up to. Um, because yeah, he is somebody, sure. he is one of us, okay? And I, and I, and the reason that I even started doing this going on five years now is because, you know what I'm saying? We, we working, we working. Um, yeah. it, it is because I felt as if there was a lack of representation. And I wanted to go out there and incorporate all the things that I loved within combat sports and hip-hop. He's doing that, and he's also incorporating wrestling, and I've adopted wrestling as well, so I, I feel as if I'm in the same vein as him. So the way that he was out there, then he was able to go out there and incorporate professional boxing, hip-hop, and pro wrestling. We need more of that. Salute to you, sir. Salute to Andre. Salute to uh, Big E, and salute to Rhapsody. I love him. Salute to Sean Porter um, on a fantastic career and an amazing fight this past weekend as well. Agreed. And uh, you are, uh, it was Layla's wisdom. That's what you were trying to. Yeah. <laughs> had to pull that up. I was like, I had that. What is that? One of my favorite albums um, of all. It's, it's a so phenomenal it's album. So she is so yeah. sick. I put it like this if you guys like lyricists, if you think some, she's on the same vein as Kendrick and J. Cole. It's like that. That's how she can rap. Okay. Ninth yeah. Wonder doesn't work <laughs> with just anyone. Ninth yeah. Wonder works exclusively with her. That shows you how dope she is. Ninth Wonder only works with like J. Cole, Jay-Z, and them. And he's working with her. Put that into perspective. Yeah. And little brother, because they're just phenomenal. Okay, come on now. Little brother. Fonte is the man. Love Fonte. Hi. Oh. Man. Yo, see? <laughs> and here's the thing. And now you've come to the hip hop portion of the show. Uh- <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Who's your top five? <laughs> you already, we know one. We know one of them. <laughs> I mean, Jigger Man, gotta be there. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. If you haven't seen the HBO Max, watch my man get inducted into the Hall of Fame. If we're talking current right now, that I'm like this. I don't, I'm not gonna give you guys my top five. But I'm gonna say people who I listen to the five people that I listen to the most right now. Okay, Freddie Gibbs is my guy. Obviously, Jigga, Freddie. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be cool. I'm not even going to put Jay because Jay's in his own category. Right? I put Gibbs, Cole, Kendrick. Man, I'm, I'm a Wale fan. Wale. Wale, okay. You said right. Is that your five? 
Yeah, and Rhapsody. Probably. Those are the ones I listen to the most. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? And it's um Benny the Butcher. I, I put him in there ah. too. Yeah, Benny yeah. Conway, all Griselda. <laughs> so all right, so you, now y'all know what kind of list of hip hop services is too. As as uh as go. Tasha, the first lady of the fight podcast, says, you listen to a rapidity rap. Rapidity rapidity rap. Yes, I do. That rap that rapidity rap. <laughs> Yes. Uh uh-uh, uh. Yes, uh, she said rapidly. Yeah. Uh, Dre has not listened to much hip hop in the last two years because I felt like my brain, my brain just needed like, um, what is it? I needed some chill. I needed some some peace. So I, have, oh, yeah. I am an R and B head over everything. Ooh, um, I, I got, love it. I got a. Uh, I'm an R and B head all over all things though. I am R and B. You listen to I listen Summer to Walker and them to work out. Yeah, but not really. Like so, I I like some of the I like some I like some of the new girls songs. I'm gonna call them the new girls. All of them. I kind of put summer and uh, Queen Naja and some of them other ones all in like one. You can't very, nobody like, touch no Allegra to me. Okay, I don't even know who. Oh, I do know who that is. No Allegra. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. And here's Seth. I just said something else. I do know. Who, <laughs> I like her too. She's cool. She's cool. I like her. She's got a nice. Smooth and calming voice. Love it. Um, Love it. Jasmine her Sullivan. Ari Lennox. No one is touching her. Jasmine Sullivan. No one is touching her. No one how is touching did, Jasmine. How Sullivan. did Jasmine Sullivan <laughs> lose the AMA to somebody that didn't even have an R&B album? You're not gonna ask me. I don't know the answer to that question because that's just ja- it. This past year, <laughs> yeah. Jasmine Sullivan absolutely had the best R&B album of the year. She's not 1, even close. Person. Not even close. Fantastic. Jasmine Sullivan is is the is the best vocal female vocalist of our that's around about our age. She is yes. the best. Period. Mm-hmm. Point blank. End of story. Female vocalist. There is no one around about our generation ish that is a better vocalist than her. And I'll she put your be right. best vocalist up on her against her. I love Brandy and all, but Jasmine is a better vocalist than me. Okay, I I I I, I can I can I get that. I can respect that. I can respect that because you, she is, I, musically wise, Snow Allegra's music speaks to me more. Ari Lennox's music okay. speaks to me more. I like Ari too. I like you know Ari. What I'm saying? She's on that. She's, she's on my yeah. playlist. The current on a current playlist. Yeah, because because for me, for sure. Ari is that um she she because I'm a huge neo soul guy, and and it, it yeah. puts me back into my neo soul place. Uh, and the same well, thing she with sounds- Snow. She sounds like Erica Badu if she was if yeah. Erica Badu was our age now, right? Like yes. that's she sound. She's got the similar voice, a very yes. similar voice, and, and similar I, I, type I, of I like music also. Too. Like the type of music, the yeah. sound, the feel of it. It's it's similar, not the yeah. same. I'm not saying the same, but it's similar. It's in the same vein. It's definitely yeah. um, inspired by. I put it like that. They would be on the same playlist and it wouldn't be weird. One thousand exactly. exactly. <laughs> so that, that's a, oh, I got one for you, uh, Terrence Martin. I've heard this name, but I haven't jumped into to Terrence yet. Terrence Martin's okay. phenomenal. Um, I'm a jazz guy also. So Terrence Martin is actually a jazz dude, but him yeah, and Robert yeah. Glasper have done a bunch of different things. Him, I Robert Glasper, Robert. and Ninth Wonder uh, had an album together. So Terrence Martin, Ninth Wonder, yes. and, uh, and, 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 uh, and Robert Glasper all had an album together. And yes. Terrence Martin has another one. It's, it's hip-hop, it's R&B, it's jazz. It's phenomenal. It's called Drones. Wow. Y'all need to check that out. Throwing that on you. Thank you very much for that. Got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm <laughs> you, it, it, it is. 
And, and here's the thing. This is what I love about talking about, and this is why wrestling and and there 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 is a there is a a kinship between yeah. I feel like the these type of things between between the the hip hop between combat sports right between sports entertainment the attitude of it the people that are in it were similar in so many different ways and I think that's why you know you can really blend them together and it's really cool yeah. now that we're seeing I think honestly people our age that did grow up with the attitude era right we grew up with the attitude yeah. era we grew up with that. And it's cool seeing not only us growing up and seeing these sports and, 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 you know, and music and everything else, how it's growing. It's so dope to see that. But at the same time to see the wrestlers that grew up in that era, like us are carrying yes. that with them, dude, the Usos are our age. Roman yes. is older. You know what I'm saying? Like he is our age. Mm, yeah, Roman's 36. <laughs> Yeah, Roman's 36, I am 36. 37. I am also 36. Oh. Yeah. You're like, he's my age. I'm a year, a, I think I'm I think I'm a year older than you. You know what? When like, you get past I, 35, 35 and 40 is all the same age. It's all that's <laughs> our age. 30, between 35 and 45, we're all the same age. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I am 36. I am 36. Seriously, 35. No, 30, but you make but, a great but, point. Yeah. You make a great point because I think it's as fans, right? People who are fans, we love uh, fans of anything, whether it be music, Thanks. movies, sports entertainment, combat sports, pro wrestling, all of it. What as we like to see our entertainment grow up with us. Yes. And so what's yes. really cool is that, and when I say grow up with us, but even like society continuously evolving even mm -hmm. as well, we like to see our entertainment evolve with the rest of the world as well. Uh, right. Sports entertainment and, and pro wrestling and stuff is one of those places where, um, especially right now, it's oh. almost kind of fighting Come on. against- Why, why Biggie, Biggie, Biggie born literally a week after I'm born? We're literally like the exact same. <laughs> Pisces <age>. gang. <laughs> you know what I'm hey, saying? Pisces. Gang, gang, you Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No wonder I like dude. Oh, yeah. I'm not bad to cut you up. I literally, I was looking, I was like, how old is he? Now I got to check. I'm like, oh, we're the same age. <laughs> we're the exact same age. Okay. No wonder saying, I like, like that guy. Right. Pro wrestling is, one, is doing one of those things where, like everything, like I think this happens in all kinds of spaces and places, but pro wrestling as well is is fighting against the old guard versus the, I don't like, I don't even like to call it the new guard because the new is folks our age. We're not young per se. Right, but we are right. now finally at like an age of some sort of kind of little bit of authority, a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of miles on us, a little bit of experience, you know what I'm saying? And we're, there's we're, we're younger seasoned. people and there's some youngerness, right? We're seasoned, but still can go, right? But then there's younger folks kind of, I don't say beneath us, but behind us, I would even say kind of you had it right learning the first and like we're right in that, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'll never say that, but like, you know, we're in a place where we're in a, some of us can really kind of do some pushing the whole culture forward. That's what people like, like you said, Andreas Hale do, is doing with mixing these things together yes. that has yes. never been mixed in boxing before, yes. but make perfect sense because we all know that everybody, we all work out to hip hop. So many people, you know, so you go to any gym anywhere and somebody's hip hop is going to be played. You know what yeah. I mean? We all 
how many I of us I work out to audio books, but I mean, I'm wrestling. weird. I work out to R&B, but you know, the, 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 the sentiment is still there. <laughs> we are More very strange, both of us. Freddie be hitting <laughs> I'm over here, I'm here, over here doing squats to Usher. Like, it's weird. Don't ask them. <laughs> I, you know what? I can't spend. I worked out listening uh, to Wale not too long ago, and that's damn near the same thing. Love so Wale. I do too. Love no, he's Wale, fan, a, a, a true wrestling is, fan. Is dope. Yeah. Falloran sure. too. It, it is a phenomenal yeah. album. I, I it, honestly, yeah, it is yeah. one of my favorite albums of the year. Favorite albums of the Thank year so far this year. That's up there with it. Probably Freddie Gibbs album. It's so. It came out in January, so we forgot about. Everybody forgot yeah. about it. Freddie Gibbs album, um, after Wale's in there, J. Cole, Tyler the Creator. I'm gonna go Silk Sonic. I'm gonna go. I haven't uh, fully finished. I haven't listened to Silk Sonic yet. I need to. I love bit, both of those It goes guys. by really fast. It it goes Even it goes better. by really fast. It's not a long album, so Good. you can bump that right now if you want to. Um, Silk Sonic. I'm gonna say Jasmine Sullivan. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Wale. Yeah, those are probably my top, my my faves that Some came good out ones. fairly recently. <laughs> but I'm all, I'm still listening to old I'm still listening to old music, so that's also that. <laughs> I have that problem also. Straight up, straight up. Uh, my lady gets <laughs> on me because uh, I always listen to like she was like you always listen to this, like the newer stuff. I'm like I'm trying to stay with the young folks. I'm trying to make sure I I stay up on it. Yeah, it's hard. It's difficult. I teach these, I teach dance to these kids, and I'm like, oh, I guess I have to teach something that's like newish, huh? Yeah, I'm. I can't spend. There are some that are dope. Obviously, I'm a Chicago dude. I listen to Dirk. I listen to Herbo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I, I always listen yeah. to them. I think yeah, Corday but... is f- fantastic. You know, I think Corday yeah. is fantastic. I I um, a uh, little baby is dope. Like there's some of those young dudes that go out there and do it. Uh, Gee, and, I didn't know little ba- I didn't know little baby and dub baby were two different people till like earlier this year. I was that I'm that I was that behind. I'm that. I mean, I'm I know now. <laughs> it it took like, me a second. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, one don't like LGBTQ people, and the other one is kind of cool. Yeah, we'll take the kind of cool one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. It really is. We'll be uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just. I mean, it's 2021. Stop being a doof. Right. Stop! Why are you being goofy? Stupid. <laughs> I mean that yo that that was my issue with James Chappelle, but that's a whole different issue for another show. Like, fam, it, it's low hanging fruit at this point in time. Like, we got it, we understand what you're doing, and some people are like, oh, but you got to listen to the whole thing to hear the whole story. How he try to come full circle. You're being a bully. You're being a bully. Period. Point blank. You have this platform. You can speak on all kinds of other shit, but you're choosing to stand on this hill. And here's the thing. The fact that he was trying to say, oh, it's because like the white guys that are in this are the ones doing this. Well, if that's the case, just talk about white dudes. Or. Or talk I, about white supremacy can, I, in itself and how the, the evil is white supremacy. Why are we, yeah, or. Exactly. Yeah, we could just be Thank better. So I think what that, that argument happens a lot is well white guys we definitely just lost our wrestling fans right now but it's okay i know (laughs) i know that's the culture part of the sports and culture (laughs) just be better as it says right above my head here boom (laughs) why are we so pressed to be like 
the oppressors, why not just be better or different? Be from? better. That's just my little. There you go. That's my little Drake two cents. No, I'm for real. <laughs> be better. Be better. It's unnecessary. Yeah. If you are yeah. a genius, which I believe he is, in what he does, you are yeah, better than that for sure. You you can. I come think up that's with what me. it is because we know he is. We know, like, exactly. Yeah, and here's the thing: as much as I love him, Dave is one of my favorite comedians of all time. I couldn't even sure. finish watching his last special because I was just like, "Come on, bro!" Like, it, it, and it's not even that; it was just you. It's just low hanging fruit. This is stuff like, I. It's not even. It's not even thought provoking. One thing that I loved about him is he was so thought provoking. This isn't thought provoking. You didn't try it with this. Okay. You try like this is this is just trash, and and for me. Again, being a black person in America, being a black man in America, we should always empathize for people who are discriminated against. It it is what it is. It, it anybody really an injustice simple. to it's anyone really is injustice to everyone. Okay, exactly. like thank you, James Baldwin, for saying that. Like it is rid- utterly ridiculous when, and it really pains my heart. When black men specifically are like this with specific communities, it bothers me because, fam, we're all in the same boat at the end of the day. Like, we're all oppressed people. So how why are we sitting here doing onto others what people have done to us? That's not right. Be better. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that. Um, Be better. It's be ridiculous. Better. It pisses me off every time I say it. And especially again, I'm gonna say it here on the show because guys, y'all know I'm active on on on, on social. I'm active. I'm out here. Active. And and when we look at, <laughs> for instance, you know, combat sports, there's a whole lot of red hats and there's a whole lot of you know ignorance out there. And I think that we need to speak on this shit when we actually see what's going on. It's nonsense. When we have people out here discriminating on people, it's not. I, I can't stand it, and that's why I am happy. For instance, that we are seeing, you know, the rise of, for instance, like women in WWE. That's why I'm glad that we had an opportunity to talk about like the dopeness and how they did steal the night. If we look at, at uh, MMA specifically, women have mm. dominated MMA for years now, and they've headlined yeah. big pay per views. A woman headlined one of the biggest pay per view cards of all time, which was um, which was a uh, UFC 200. Which is that was Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes has has uh, headlined many a card in shows, and she's worthy of that. Why do we feel as if we have to discriminate on people to make ourselves feel better in some way, shape, or form? It's utterly ridiculous. And um, and and again, as people, we have to be better. So now nah, that's my soapbox. You know what I'm saying? What it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, for that, real, what, what you said. There's really nothing much. There's nothing to add to that except for what you. Said. That's it. The end. It, 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 I'm telling you, like the things that I've said, the group chats that I've been in, and certain things that people say. It's just like I, I hear so much xenophobia and and nonsense on a daily basis and like in sexism and stuff like that it's ridiculous yeah. man and it's like and here's well, the thing and then, you know where it comes from it comes from the fact that white supremacy from, so like that's it, it it's to blame for like everything everything and it's just in the structure and it's the structure of it right so when you structure society or you structure any community you structure anything 
with haves and have nots, hierarchy versus everybody else. Everybody else, there are going to be people for survival purposes, you know, in a lot of cases that are trying to climb ladders and instead of bringing people with them, they're just going, hey, I got, I'm going to do what they did because that's all I, that's all I know. You did. And punching down is all a lot of people weak. And, the, and they're weak. only doing it and they're only doing it because they think that is the only way that they can survive for themselves in whatever way they want to do that. And that's unfortunate, you know, but unfortunately yes. there are a lot of people who think that way, which is why we have the world we have on today. Absolutely. No, <laughs> absolutely. And, um, and I think it is important, especially on platforms like this, um, especially in combat sports platforms where there is a lot of people that are on the other side of these issues. It is important to talk about it and not be afraid to go out there and actually speak our mind, speak our voice and, yeah. and stand up for those who honestly are the voiceless. And again, at the end of the day, I started my podcast because of a lack of representation um, in the, you know, in black and brown voices within this community. And there is even more of a lack of representation for individuals that actually speak to the right side of history, because unfortunately, yeah. people even that look like us, they try to get in where they fit in. Right. So instead of standing on their own and actually talking about how they feel, they let these these for all practical purposes, white boys dictate how they fucking act and they just want to get in where they fit in. Right. I will take less followers to actually speak my truth. All right. And and I think that's and your truth and 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 your truth is just as important. Your truth, my truth, is just as important as anybody else's. And just because it doesn't look or sound like anybody else's is even more the reason that you need to speak. You know, you speak about why you started the five podcast in mixed martial arts. The reason why I was so geeked that you asked me to talk about wrestling is like, how many black women do you see talking about wrestling? None. None. And, and honestly, there are and plenty, we talked about. There are plenty it. of yeah. us as fans. There are plenty of us as fans. I go to shows. I'm gonna be at AEW Dynamite tomorrow. It's gonna be great. Yo, you know? let them know. <laughs> there are plenty. There are plenty of us that are fans, and there's more now. You know, you see, you the the cool thing about social media is that you do get to find your niches that are like that, and and your tribe yeah. in that way. But this, sure. but there are very few. Um, that you get to see like this on a camera, you know, talking about, you know, a, a product like WWE or AEW or anything, any type of pro wrestling. And there's even sure. few, there's there's plenty of us wrestling. You know, I, I mean, there's plenty of black women wrestling and like, you know, WrestleMania's main event, that's why it was so important to see that. There are little girls that look like me that get to see Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks at the main event of WrestleMania. That was huge. There's adult women like myself who are sitting there going, this is so great because, you know, we were little girls watching wrestling as kids and we only had like Jacqueline and Jazz some cheer for, you know, and they barely gave them much to do and they killed it when they could, you know, and those are legends in the game. So it's just really cool to see that even now. So you having platforms like this, like you said, it's very important to do that. Well, like I said, I, I appreciate you, you know, coming on and always talking about it because honestly that is the reason why I wanted you on here because there isn't is a, a voice like that a prominent black female voice who speaks about pro wrestling and I thought it would be important to have that and you're brilliant at this you understand it you've been involved in the sport 
and uh and you you're one of my best friends you're one of my homies so i'm super happy to have you you know doing the shit with me so um and salute to shasha banks wherever you are uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she's a beat I, i'm loving it uh but just let's make sure uh i want to see her and uh I, I i'm curious to see how they're gonna play her and everything coming up but ah with that being said this has been a phenomenal one. We we have been rocking. My homie, my sister from another mister, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Please let the people know where they can find you. You can find me at Miss Dre Day on Instagram, at Miss Dre 20 on Twitter. We on there, like Serge said, active. <laughs> active. Usually talking about nonsense, but also, <laughs> but also just on there. And, you know, like Serge said, like, share, subscribe, all that. We got more of these coming. It's going to be lit. Hey, look, this is episode <laughs> one of the five count. And again, um, the five count for those who do not know. And again, Ms. Dre had to let me know, you know, Big E. This is this is a, this is a tip of the hat to my man's Big E. You know, the five count. Um, if you guys don't know, well, you need to go ahead and look it up because I had to. So... <laughs> He no, we know. He's the boy. Real quick, before we get out of here, let him know why it's the five count, please. Well, I mean, I don't. I, I'm pretty sure he wasn't the first one to do it, but he, he wasn't. I saw it. Uh, it's the first time I saw it. But when he was on NXT, he had a gimmick where he did the five count. After he would whoop somebody, he would get the three count, of course. Then he hit him with the big ending one more time and have the crowd count for five instead of just three. Just let you know how much he whooped. Badass. <laughs> so, I'll be honest with we you. We were trying to figure out a really good a good name for you know for the pod and Serge and I was chatting about it and it just kind of was like, oh, what about this? Love it. I love it. And we have five solid topics for y'all. We're gonna make it happen. Um last but not least, I'm gonna ask you before we get out get you out of here. Would you like to see a big E heel turn? Because I know he started off when he was in NXT, he was a heel. Would you like to see a heel turn for Big E? I mean, I think that or should he be eventually eventually I think it'll be cool, but not now. <laughs> I'm not ready for that now. <laughs> I understand. I, understand. Well, salute to- I think that every I think every, you know, every single wrestler has gets to be both at some point. You know what I mean? And so I think it's if they're good. Know, he's been a heel as he's been a heel as a new day, he's been a heel before, you know, as a singles wrestler. But, you know, maybe another iteration of that at some point would be cool, too. It just depends on how long, you know, how long we got him. We'll see. Well, look, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, obviously, I'm a fan of E and all of them. Salute to everybody. Survivor Series, if you haven't checked it out, go out there on Peacock. Check it out. I think they got it running back and forth. Um, and for those who, or who do not know, make sure to follow Five Podcasts. Listen everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefivepodcast.com. Please, if you like what you heard, Go out here and subscribe to this video. The more subscribers we get, the more fun we can end up having, um, the more I get paid, and the more we can do stuff. So, uh, you know, subscribe to the show. <laughs> follow uh, us at The Fight Podcast. Follow me at Serge Vicente. Uh, and on Twitter, at The Serge Vicente. Love y'all. We'll see y'all next time. This is episode 322 of The Fight Podcast. Episode 1 of... For the five count, love y'all. Hey.